Can you kick it into high gear? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined by my uh, co-host, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, can you kick it into high gear? Man, I'll tell you what, I love being in high gear because it's <clears throat> it's very rare air. And I thought about this topic uh, as, as we were getting ready to discuss it today. And I know you have a very personal story to share. So I kind of want to lead into that a little bit. But yes, I can kick it into high gear. And I will tell you that in my in my opinion, as we get into this, kicking it into high gear is a matter of preparedness. So if you are unprepared for change in your practice, you're unprepared for growth in your practice, you will not be able to kick it into high gear because you will be too busy being in the middle of chaos. But if you are prepared and you have goals set, I know that seems like a bit of a shocker that goals has something to do with high gear. <laughs> but if you are prepared and have action steps ready, it's literally a matter of throwing it into gear rather than trying to figure out where the vehicle is at, right? Exactly. So that's how I see it. So tell me your story, because I've kind of been excited. We talked off camera a little bit, and you said, hey, I have, a, I have a personal story to share. And so I've been fascinated and kind of intrigued ever since you told me that. I've kind of wanted to know what you're going to tell me, because we've shared a lot of stories. So I'm hoping this is one I've never heard before. I don't think you've ever heard this one. And I actually have two. If we have time, I'll tell the other one Great. Uh, uh, as well. So when I was a freshman in high school, I, I played sports and uh, we were playing a basketball game and <clears throat> every it, in the middle of the second half, by the middle of the second half, I think there was like six or seven minutes left. Mm -hmm. All the starters, except for myself, had fouled out of the game. Oh, wow. So the coach started putting in the bench players <clears throat> who proceeded to start fouling out of the game. Wow. At the end of regular time, we were tied up. <clears throat> so we went into overtime. Okay. By this point, there's only four of us left that can play because everybody wow. else has fouled out. Right at the beginning of the first overtime, the next guy fouls out. I'm the only starter out there and I'm playing with two bench players. There was oh, literally wow. three of us. We went to three overtimes. No way. We lost the game by one basket. So when you talk about kicking kicking it into high gear, yes, I had to kick it into beyond high gear in that basketball right. game because I was the only one that could move the ball up and down the court, that could defend, that could rebound, and that could shoot. And I came off the court <clears throat> at the end of the game, and the entire uh, gymnasium stood up and applauded for me. Wow. And everybody said, how in the world did you keep that game so close. I right, kicked it right. into high gear. That's crazy. I never knew that. That's how high school sports work. So if the, the whole team fouls out, you could be down to like one guy. I think you had to have three on the court. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I we were down to the minimum. I And that may be a dumb question. I'm not a basketball guy. I was the worst basketball player ever. <laughs> but that's a fascinating story to me. Um, that's really cool. You know, um, so when you, we talk about kicking it into high gear, I, it, I personally, I think it's something you either have or you don't. I may be wrong about that, but I think it's either, and maybe it's not have or have not. Maybe it's you either have the ability to pull it out of yourself to tap into right. it or you don't. 
See, so and I, I know, think, I know you have that ability. I think everybody has that ability. My opinion is that sometimes you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And what I want to explain is this: if you're in a crisis situation, you're that person that may, maybe you're a little bit of a diva. And I don't mean that like you're a girl that's a diva. I'm I'm a bit of a diva sometimes when I'm in practice and I'm working with patients and I want everything to go the way I want it to go. And I want my staff to like react without me even thinking. That makes me a diva. So when when I'm there making that happen, I've seen my staff that is like somebody that's sheepish, mouse-ish, a little bit reserved personality-wise. I've watched them come out of their shell and just absolutely become Rambo in the office, which has been really cool to see. I think everybody's got it. I think you have to bring it out or out of fear or necessity it comes out. Yep. That's that's where I because I think everybody's got it somewhere. Now, can you call it up at will? Some people can. And I think that's what makes some people different. Now, I believe the people that can call it up at will have had it happen to where they like you did in the basketball game. Mm -hmm. You realized you had an extra gear. Some people just think I got first through fourth. There is no fifth gear. Once you figure out there is that fifth gear, then you realize how to pull it out. And once you realize how to pull it out, then you realize it does become the situation I talked about, preparedness. Did I prepare for this situation? Because you were prepared. You were prepared. You you didn't know you were prepared to play three-man basketball against a five-man team with two bench players, but you were prepared to play at the highest level you could, Mm -hmm. which was all you needed. And so I think in practice, it's the same thing. When change happens in our practice or a growth opportunity happens in our practice. Do you shirk away from it and say, oh man, I'm already working three and a half days a week. I don't really want to put in extra hours at the end of the day to figure out how to make this happen. Or I don't want to see that patient that maybe becomes the next big influencer in your practice because you're tired today and you just didn't really want to take the extra effort outside of normal new patient hours, because that happens to me a lot. I run a small rural practice. There are people that come to me that are acute and I have to make a decision. Now, now everybody, I want you to understand something. When Troy says small, it's it's a gargantuan practice. It's just in a small town. It's in a small town, but I have to make a decision sometimes whether I'm going to cut my lunch short because we don't have any slots left. We don't have any place to put them. Now, I could see him at six o'clock in the evening, but I'm a guy that at six o'clock, I'm spent. I've put a hundred percent of myself into that practice all day long. So by six o'clock, I want to be on the road headed back 25 miles home because it's a drive. So I will put people over the lunch hour, but that's where I had to decide, do I have that extra gear to where I can shorten my lunch hour and I don't need that preparedness to go into my afternoon session. So I think there. I don't know. It, that's just my opinion, but no, I, think I, I think everybody has it. I, I I think you're probably right. Honestly, as you talk through it, <clears throat> um, I think you're probably right that everybody has it, but do you have the ability and you pull it? And, and I like what you said. Are you just shirking away from just not wanting to see another patient? You know, we have this concept that we teach here at cats. We call it, there's always room for one more. Yeah, there's always room for one more. And my other story was we did a patient appreciation day one time 
you've heard this story, but oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we did a patient appreciation day one time. Now we had no idea how many people were going to show up, but we were prepared for a lot of people to show up because mm -hmm. the year before we had around 300. So we mm -hmm. were, and, and the practice had grown a lot. So we were pretty sure we were going to see more than that. So we planned and we planned and we planned. How are we going to make this work? We had it down to how many we could see an hour and how we were going to move them through the clinic and, you know, all those kind of things. I saw 432 people that day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we planned for it. There's always room for one more or a hundred more, whatever it is, right. because, and you hit the nail on the head, that next person that walks in the door could be the biggest influencer your practice has ever seen. And even if they aren't, they're one person closer to you retiring someday. Exactly. I mean, you are running a business. You're still, right. I mean, whether they're the next big influencer or whether they're one person each day that gets you closer to retirement. I had a buddy call me last night. He's a guy that's in the grocery business. He's not in chiropractic, but you know, he was talking to me about the, the over the top, the extra gear that he's hit over the last two months. He works 12 hour days when he works. And he is high up in a, he's in logistics. I, mm -hmm. I, I say he's in the grocery business. He's in the logistics of the grocery business. And he works a lot of hours, no air conditioning where he's at, but he's wearing slacks and a tie every day. Mm -hmm. See, he's just miserable. I think when it's <clears> hot <throat> outside, I can but imagine. he works, he works for a big corporate grocery company. And as a result, He's the man when he's there, he's in charge. Sure. And so he told me, I've been working all these hours and then literally leaving work, driving back to my house, then driving 30 miles the other way to go refinish floors, get crawl spaces cleaned out. He's buying a house closer to where his wife works because she's been driving almost an hour for <clears throat> five years now. And mm -hmm. he, he wanted her to be closer to work. And I thought, what a great husband, number one. I think that's awesome. Uh, that he did that. But number two, the extra gear that he hit, he called me because I just wanted to update you because I haven't talked to you. And I know mm -hmm. you've called me a couple of times and I haven't really gotten back with you. I've texted you back. Well, here's why. And I <clears> thought, <throat> man, that is so cool. He hit that extra gear in his personal life. That's why I think we all have it. And that's what I was leading to. Because if you want something bad enough in your personal life, you'll make it happen. You'll make it happen. <clears throat> if you want to go play in a golf tournament, and you've got this, that, and the other in your way, you will remove those obstacles like the Incredible Hulk throwing stuff out of the way, right? To get yeah. to where you want to go. If you want to go have uh, a, a wine night with your girlfriends, but yet you've got obstacles in your way, if you want it bad enough, you'll move it out of the way. So I, I think sure. we've got it because we've shown propensity in our personal life to hit that extra gear. Napoleon Hill, what you think about comes about. You will make it happen. If you put enough time and effort into working out the goals, how's it going to happen? What do I need to change? How much extra energy do I need to come forth with? It will happen. Right. And if, if, right. you want, if you want your practice to grow, dig deep, find the energy to make it grow. Yeah. That's as opposed to Napoleon Dynamite, folks. If you didn't catch <laughs> that, it was Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Dynamite, he's the one that says, stupid, idiot. Don't that's what you don't want to say to yourself. Negative right. self-talk. Wouldn't Napoleon Hill say again? One more time. What you think about comes about. I kind of did you see that, folks? I made him think. His eyes turned up and he said, He's <laughs> like, What did I just say? What you think about comes about. I think that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. You know, we we talk about 
things like this all the time. Well, we, we, we talk, we're actually going to preview um, for 60 seconds here. We're going to give you an idea. Like we're having, we're having a, a, a retreat in June in Kansas city. Right. Right. So we're going to meet with docs and we're going to meet face to face, which we don't do often. We do a lot of virtual stuff because that's kind of where our world's at right now. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to meet face to face. You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff about practice. We're going to talk about a warrior mentality. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about getting what you want and being tough enough to make that happen. And I don't mean just from a male standpoint, ladies, uh, you you can do the same thing. Yep. It's not, it's not, you know, flex your muscles, true grit kind of thing. It's true grit from here and from here. And we're going to talk about that warrior mentality in June. So it ties right into that extra gear that we talked about today. If you're not involved with cats consulting, you ought to give us a look because I'll tell you what, in the long run, nobody, what was your quote today on Facebook about nobody doing it alone? Oh, I don't remember. Oh my gosh. Okay. We had a really good quote on Facebook. <laughs> I didn't was, do it today. So yeah, there was the basically talks about not doing it. None of us are an Island of our own. We require coaching and you've talked many times about that. Michael Jordan wasn't the greatest basketball player ever without a coach, right? Correct. Without multiple coaches. So we encourage coaching. We think it's a great thing. Dr. Perush, how can folks get a hold of us if they are interested in like, hey, maybe I could improve my practice and maybe these guys could help me? It's really simple. Catsconsultants.com. Cats with a K, K-A-T-S. Catsconsultants.com. You've probably heard of us. We've been around for a long time. <clears throat> we have an amazing team of coaches to help really guide you in every aspect of your practice, whether it's documentation or diagnosis, uh, how to do great notes, how to communicate with patients, how to retain patients, how to grow more profitability in your practice. There isn't an aspect of practice that we don't help with other than we don't come and treat your patients. It's the only thing we don't do. That is true. We're too so, busy for that. And and just go to our website. You can see everything we do. If you're a student out there, go see all the great stuff we have for students as well. Um, we, we've got something for doctors and students at every level, no matter where you're at. doesn't matter if you're an associate or you own 100 practices. We've been there. We've done it. We're still doing it. We know business. We know chiropractic. Yeah. So jump on there. And if you want to schedule uh, a conversation with us, uh, a breakthrough call, just you can go right to the calendar. You can schedule with me if you want to. And let's have a 30 minute session about just where's your practice? Where's your mindset? Where do you want it to go? And then in a lot of cases, what will happen is, is, is we evaluate your practice and figure out what type of practice you have and who you are. You may end up talking to one of the other multiple docs because it's always doctors helping other doctors. So you may yep. be with one of the other doctors whose practice very closely resembles your practice. Yep. And that is so helpful. You know, yep. if you're in a, if you're in a cash practice, you may be working with me. If right. you're in a, if you're in a pediatric situation, 
you know, you may be with Dr. Kelly. You, you know, yep. if, if you're in an insurance situation, you may be with Dr. Alex. It, it just depends or, or maybe what's going on in your practice at the time. If you dry needle, there may be a couple of us that, you know, hey, here's what we do with our practice of dry needling. Here's what we do with pediatrics. So yep. we've got <clears throat> a lot of avenues. I think we have pretty much most of the bases covered when it comes to typical practice. Yep. And we also have Marissa. She is the guru of staff training and development. <clears throat> Yeah, as yeah, well. Definitely. So, um, in fact, we even have a program where she can coach your staff to become better, to become bigger leaders in your practice. So, go check us out, catsconsultants.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea for a podcast, shoot us a message, send it to Troy, Troy at catsconsultants.com, and uh, we'll see if we can get your idea on the air. Yeah. All right, everybody. Anything else to add, Troy? I think that's it. We did good today. I think th I, I think it's time to go out there and put it into high gear. Let's put it into high gear. Absolutely. Right. Well done. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. We'll see you next time. See ya.